Alright you guys, welcome back to the Disney Dilemma, where we talk about Disney's titles and what they did with them. I'm Gabe. I'm Carly. I'm Madison. Alright, so we got done talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, and what we're going to do today is kind of like this, um, we're going to talk about the impact that Pirates of the Caribbean left on the cinema world. So, there are a few movies that Disney released post-Pirates of the Caribbean that try to reinvent what Pirates of the Caribbean did. So basically what they did was they took a, a dead, dead genre, like the, mm -hmm. the pirate movie genre, mm -hmm. and they just pumped tons of cash into it, and then bam, it's back. They tried doing that with two other genres. They tried to do that with like the jungle adventure genre, like Indiana Jones and stuff. And they tried doing that with the Western genre, like A Fistful of Dollars. And um, one failed and one did not. And we're going to talk about The Lone Ranger, which is the blockbuster that buried mm -hmm. his nose in the dirt. And we're going to talk about The um, Jungle Cruise, which is the one that actually got somewhere and might merit a sequel. But we're going to start with Jungle Cruise, because that's the most recent. Okay, so Jungle Cruise, it's literally, okay, it's a legend, and it's from a legend called The Tears of the Moon. It's like magic petals that come from like a special tree, and it comes with healing powers. And these Spanish conquistadors or whatever. Conquistadors. I can't pronounce <laughs> things. Um, led by Aguirre. He, they made a voyage to the Amazon to seek for the tree. There was this, the like other, there were leaders and they made, they cursed them. The, to, yeah, like, they got, they the got, void. they got cursed because they were, um, they met with these native people and, or these indigenous people and the indigenous people, and correct me if I'm wrong, the conquistador was like, we want the tears of the moon. The indigenous people were like, we can't just give you the tears of the moon. And then there was this big fight, and the three conquistadors became cursed. Where basically, they can't get too far from the Amazon. If they get too far from the Amazon, the vines like spring out and drag them back towards it. And so it basically like traps them in there. Yeah, that's how the legend started. Like, Aguirre and his men, they were cursed, and they had to stay on the land. And right. if they would go too far, like the vines would pull them back and stuff. Because... Um, they were going to give him the arrowhead. And the arrowhead contains the key to get to the Tears of the Moon. Yes. Which, which is like this blooming tree. So essentially, this lily girl presents this idea of this expedition into the Amazon. It's him and it's her and... Her yeah, brother. Her, her brother, her... McGregory? <laughs> McGregor. McGregor. And um, this archaeological society is like, you make a good point, but unfortunately for your opinion, you are a woman. And she's like, damn it, they're right. So she has this better idea where she just goes and steals yeah. the she just steals Cause the Because they want to go, because to them it's for, like, medical purposes, but the society's like, no. Like, they think it's fake. Like, they right. think it's just a myth. So she, like, sneaks into, like, the archives and stuff, and she's, like, sneaking around, like, distracting all the dudes just to, like, get the arrowhead. And right. then she finally is like, okay, I got it. Now I think I'm just going to. Skedaddle. And she has she has like this escape scene with all the people chasing her down trying to get the the arrowhead off of her that is very very Pirates of the Caribbean esque. I immediately noticed how similar that mm -hmm. is. I really think that um. Joaquin was the first one to see her. But I like, mean, this is this is her. almost exactly the plot of the Black Pearl, which yeah. is one of my big critiques of the movie. But it's it's still a new idea, mm -hmm. I think. It's just you know it's it's very. But like Joaquin was the first one to see her. And all of the men, like, you know, try to go get her. And she's, like, on the ladder, knocking people down, like, and everything. 
And she finally, like, gets away, and her and McGuire finally are like, okay, we're going to do this, like, by ourselves. Like, we don't need them. Right. But... Because they got all these maps. Yeah. Back at, like, the archives and stuff, someone, like, reveals, like, who he is, and then he's like, you're gone, and, like, kills them all. Because, um, who, what's, what's the bad guy's name? Joaquim. Joaquim? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He is a German military commander thing who is trying to get the tears of the moon so that they can win world war one because world war one just started right yeah so like britain's not involved yet britain doesn't really care yet but they want to win this war and they're planning on doing uh, expanding this war more than britain realizes mm -hmm. and of course in south america they probably haven't even heard of world war one until yeah. it finished but and then like in the movie it cuts to south america and it's the tour guide frank and He's like taking these people on a tour, and he the Jungle Cruise. It's yes, literally just the, the ride from Jungle Cruise. He loves making jokes, and sometimes the jokes aren't very appropriate or in the situation. Funny at all. Yeah. He's a lot like me in many ways. It's like dad, dad jokes. jokes. <laughs> yes. Or just like yeah, it's just like terrible, terrible puns, and yeah. no one's ever impressed. But yeah, he he's um, in this town he lives in. There is a big market for um like river tours like guides mm -hmm. like a lot of people need to get in, go into the jungle for stuff and you need to have a riverboat guide or else you're gonna get lost and killed mm -hmm. and he is like like a freelance guy and there's there's um what's his name nilo nilo who is this italian mob gangster dude who like With has, his talking bird has like a monopoly on the riverboat industry and he's just on his own with his little dinky boat that sputters and he doesn't own because he's loaned off and stuff He's a big underdog, yeah. essentially. But Louie and um, McGregor, like, they go to South America to find Nilo so they can go on, like, the little cruise to find the Tears of the Moon. And yeah, they, they, they meet up with him. Yeah. And they... And they, they originally want to go for the, the Nilo guy, right? Yeah. What's his name? Frank. Tricks them into going with him because he needs the money. Yeah, because Frank... Own, owes Nilo money, but he doesn't have enough. So he takes the engine from Frank's boat, and then Frank tries to sneak into his office to get the engine back. But when he's in the office, Lily comes to the office right. to talk to Nilo, and he... He's like, yeah, I'm Nilo. He tries to act like he's Nilo, but then McGregor's at, like, the bar and finds actual Nilo, and they mm -hmm. come back. He tries to, like, trick them, because they're in the bar again, mm -hmm. and then... The Jaguar, Proxima or whatever, comes into the bar and he tries to like fight her off to like convince him, like, come with me. I'm a hero. I yeah. can do this. So they finally, they finally decided to like join him. Mm -hmm. And. But it's like reluctant. Like they don't have a very easy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. They, and then Lily finds these people, they have like bird, they're like bird poachers. But Joaquin already like planned that to trick her into it. So she's like, how much are you selling them for? And then they, like, capture her. But um, McGregor and Frank already are like, we got to go. And Frank dumps everything McGregor has because, you know. Right. He's got to have the liquor. Except, the, yeah. M McGregor, classic. Oh, man, every podcast, something gay. <laughs> this this homosexual <laughs> gentleman in oh my gosh. stereotypical homosexual fashion. Mm -hmm has a lot of fashion mm -hmm. and he's got to make sure that every day he's rocking the maximum amount of drip 
And so he shows up with like these like fifty steamer trunks that yeah. like probably put the boat way overweight. He needs a, he needs the swimming suits, the nice clothes, but toiletries. The original yes. attempt to capture Lily failed. So classic um, Joaquin. Joaquin. Mm-hmm. Classic Joaquin fashion. He pulls up in a U-boat. Oh, oh summary. With a machine gun and just starts going to town. And he gets the Missiles. torpedo. And torpedoes and. But like they try to shoot the torpedo because you know they're getting away. But Frank, he, like, revs the boat and goes over this, like, right. old building, goes right through it. So then the torpedo goes under him, and then it misses him. So then they get away. It's another Pirates of the caribbean has yeah. thing. And then the submarine runs into, like, all the other boats Nilo owns. And Nilo pretty much watched his whole entire business, like, go under. And Which is funny. Yeah. And then Lily shows Frank, like, a video camera. Like, he's never really seen it and how it works and stuff. And she was, like, videotaping these dolphins, which so do not cute. look anything like a dolphin. Like river dolphins? Yeah, they do not look anything like... Yeah, they're like really weird animals. Yeah. But um, she, like, teaches them how to, like, use it and stuff. And I think it's when McGregor was, like, going to bed, like, was about to go to bed. He goes down and sees the jaguar again. Yeah. And then that's when they learn that that's his pet. He's like he's, he's like he's, he's like a 24-7 con man. Yeah. And then Joaquin... <laughs> Um, finds, like, the underground cavern or whatever where Aguirre and his men are imprisoned. He uses river water to, like, um... Revive him. Yeah. Because a long time ago... Because the snakes will seek out the arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Frank, because there's this big reveal at the end, uh, like, the, around the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. where it turns out Frank was one of the cartographers on the Conquistador... Um, expedition mm-hmm. and when everything hit the fan he became tied to the river too but they uh, what was the name Aguero? Aguirre Aguirre Aguero. I don't know how they, to uh, they, so uh, they blamed him and they were like constantly for like decades and decades mm-hmm. and decades and centuries even fighting along these rivers and what Frank finally did was he tricked them into falling into like the sinkhole mm-hmm. and because and so the river's like, all right, time to come back. But they can't, because they're in the sinkhole, they can't actually get, like, pulled horizontally to the river. Mm-hmm. So the vines ended up just pinning them against the, these yeah. these walls, and they, like, dry out. And they become, like, these, like, clay mm-hmm. things. But um, Joaquin comes and revives them with the river water. It's weird. It's like the, because of jungle clay in their bodies, yeah. they're, like, made out of, like, honey and mud and bees and crap. They're still, like, sentient. Yeah. And... Like, during that whole thing, Frank and McGregor are having, like, a talk, and Lily is going, without them knowing, Lily goes through, like, Frank's stuff. But McGuire reveals to um, Frank that, like, his family, like, disowned him because he's gay. But mm. then Lily finds out that, you know, he drew, like, all the maps and stuff for where everything mm. is. She believes that he's just trying to get it for himself, and that's all he wants. Right. And then they were, like, arguing and blah, blah, blah. And then out of nowhere, like, they just get knocked out by darts. And it's, like, the native tribe that just steals them. And Frank knows, like, their language and, like, speaks their language. And Lily was, like, telling them that she's not going to give them the arrowhead. That was a funny scene. (laughs) But he was, like, telling them completely. Like, she's crazy. Yeah, he was, like, she's crazy. Tell them them we're going to refuse to give them the arrowhead. He's like, this woman is crazy. We will give you the arrowhead now. Yeah. And she said she's gonna she refuses. 
And then she tries to make a run for it. Yeah, she, she like, slips out of her, her hand wraps and, like, takes a whole one of their spears. And at this point, they all reveal that they're all um just trying to, like, I forget what Frank was trying to do. It's all, like, it's like previously a, planned. Yeah. yeah, it's like a joke. And then the... They, like, set it up. The, like, leader, like, the lady, she takes the thing off and she's like, I'm done with this, like, blah, 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 blah. And then... Lily and McGregor get upset with Frank after they knew, like, it was a setup. And then McGregor just, like, you know, full on, bam, punches him in the face. They, Lily talks to, like, the leader to figure out, like, the decipher of, like, the arrowhead and, like, what it means and stuff. The tribe gets attached to Aguirre and their men. They get in, like, the whole fight. Like, they show up. Yeah, like, Aguirre, like, it's really cool because they're, like, weird jungle animal people things mm-hmm. they it's, there's like this cool scene where like they're all sneaking up on this tribe and like um since the one dude's made of mud he gets into a tree and just like turns into mud oh, and like yeah. takes this dude out on this tower and stuff and then they were in the fight and stuff and frank gets impaled he almost gets impaled but he gets thrown yeah down and he hits the water so then like, Lily, he would definitely be dead yes you're dead right then and there and lily and frank not frank lily and Mag- um mcgregor, McGregor. Like, just look down, but Lily, like, you know, wants to save her, but he's like, we gotta go. Like, we just, we gotta go now. Later on, they, he is impaled, and he sees it, but he doesn't bleed. Like, yeah. you don't see blood at all, and they were confused, like, what is going on? And then that's when he reveals, like, he's almost 400-some mm-hmm. years old, and his name was Francisco before, and, you know, he drew all the maps and stuff for Aguirre, and they grew up like brothers, but... Aguirre wanted the um, Tears of the Moon to help his sick daughter. Yeah. Aguirre became, like, impatient and stuff, and he wanted he just wanted to kill, like, the chief. I, f- I forget the exact... All I remember is that McGregor gets captured by Joaquin, mm-hmm. Lily, and Frank basically beeline it to this temple where the Tears of the Moon are kept. But because... Oh, Lily can't swim. And, like, yeah. when they get there, she has to, like, overcome her fear of swimming. And because she, she has to go underwater and like fit through the passage, and then it's pulls like a switch thing. to get closer. Yeah, because the 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 way they defended this temple was they flooded it. Mm-hmm. And the only way to lower the water level is to like swim under this cage. But Frank's too large because he's played by Dwayne the Cock Johnson, and they had to send in Emily Blunt because she's the only person who can fit through. And then um, like the water goes down, and like Joaquin comes with McGregor, and everything, and Lily gets a pedal. But then the rest just, like, you know, quickly die. And Aguirre and Frank are fighting. Frank tells Maguire to tell Lily that she is word enough for him. Like, he loves her or whatever. Right. Like, they're, like, secretly, like, you know, lovers. And kind of into each other. Yeah. Even though one's 400. Yeah. Even though he, doesn't he get his immortality cured at the end? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'll get to that. And the Joaquin tries to attack McGregor, but then he knocks him out against a wall. So a pillar falls and just, you know, completely crushes him. And Lily no, brings... dead. Yeah. Lily brings the pedal to Frank to revive him. But, it, no, like, they don't think it works at first. But he is alive. But, like, his immortality... Yeah, because like, he, essentially what happens is... He's not is immortal on, anymore. During the fight, McGregor rams his boat into this, like, yeah. hole that blocks all the water. Mm-hmm. And so when the river pulls them back to the river... Pulls it back to the river. They get stuck against the wall and they tr- turn into, like the weird statue mm-hmm. people again. With her one flower that she was going to use, Lily decided to save Frank's life instead. Yeah. But like now, like he's not immortal anymore, but he can live like yeah. his normal life now. And they, the her, 
Lily, Frank, and McGregor go back to London, and McGuire, like, goes to the society and tells them, like, we are not doing it, like, they, because they wanted it for medical purposes, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know what, no, we're not going to do that, but then Lily takes Frank on, like, a tour across, like, London and blah, 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 so that, and that's pretty much, like, how it ends. Right. Like, they go back to London and live happily ever after. You know, I really like this movie. Um, I mean, it it just is so much like the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like they I think even... this was way more easier to understand as Literally. what was going on That's what right. I was gonna say. than Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it's like a simpler plot, yeah. I think. Pirates of the Caribbean, like, you really had to watch it to understand it. It's because mm-hmm. in Pirates of the Caribbean, there's a lot of stuff that they imply that they don't actually show. Yeah. Like, a lot of the exposition and plot are just in the dialogue, not in the actual scenes. And I think that's the big difference between Jungle Cruise yeah. and Pirates of the Caribbean. And that was pretty successful. The unsuccessful movie is The Lone Ranger. Wasn't right? it a Disney movie, but then there was, like, so many things that, like, shouldn't have been for Disney, then they got, like, took off completely? Because um, ha- I heard it was a Disney movie. Lone Ranger. There was, like, so much, like, sexual stuff. And just, like, too much violence and stuff for it to be um, an actual Disney. The way I think Disney did it, the reason why it's not on Disney+, Plus, which is the problem we ran into, is that they signed this contract with Stars so that Stars can stream it instead mm-hmm. before Disney+, Plus even existed. Yeah. When that contract expires, Disney will get a hold of The Lone Ranger. Disney has been working on lassoing all of its titles together for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's, like, working on, like, all the Marvel TV shows right now. It yeah. just recently got some of the movies. And because they've, before Disney Plus existed, Disney movies were spread evenly through all these other platforms. Mm-hmm. Now Disney's working to reunite them. But, um, so, with a, blo- a blockbuster is a movie term where a movie makes a ton of money, mm-hmm. right? In its purest form, a blockbuster, you never know what movie's going to be a blockbuster, right? Mm-hmm. There's this thing that recently came up when these massive movie studios like Disney and Universal came about called Manufactured Blockbusters which are these movies, they're called, known as general audience movies, where they use this super advanced cast mm-hmm. and this massive budget to create a movie that literally 90% of people can't not enjoy just because it's so streamlined with everything. Mm-hmm. And so Pirate genre was revived by Pirates of the Caribbean. Disney's like, let's do it with a Western genre. Western genre is a genre that's been dead for a very long yeah. time. And so they're like, with The Lone Ranger... It's going to come back. It's going to be awesome. But The Lone Ranger lost like $150 million. It wasn't the movie tanked. Mm -hmm. And it's not because it was a bad movie. It's because it was not how you go about manufacturing a blockbuster. And I'll explain this. So with Western movies, a traditional Western movie is slow, right? Yes. We're talking a three-hour movie with half of it. These massive, super long, drawn-out desert shots. It's like half the crap my dad watches. Like, like if you watch the dad. if you watch the good, the bad, and the ugly, and you don't like cowboys, you will fall asleep. I don't think I've ever watched a movie. I don't watch enough movies. Yeah, <laughs> the western movies worked in the '60s because in the '60s, uh, you could sit through a three, four-hour movie because yeah. what's it, it was fine as long as it was entertaining, it was good. But nowadays. 90% of the world's an iPad kid. If you're not stimulating them 24-7, they <laughs> fall asleep. They want to leave. They want to play on their phone. 
And so the, the first big problem the Lone Ranger makes with a manufactured blockbuster is that it's slow for the plot to begin, mm-hmm. right? It opens up with this long train scene, slowly introducing all his characters as they get ready for Butch Cavendish to be executed. And there's, there's, no, um, there's no goal, there's no objective, there's no yeah. chase. Like in Pirates of the Caribbean, the goal was get Elizabeth back. That was the objective. You know, the, the, the stakes were if we don't get her back, she's dead. There was urgency because it was only going to be a matter of time for they get her to that island, the Isla de Muerto, where they just kill her. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we got to get to Elizabeth. This is our task. This is what happens if we don't complete the task. This is how much we need to get it done. Mm-hmm. The Lone Ranger didn't have that established for until 50 minutes into the movie mm-hmm. when John's brother dies. And that's that's one of the a mistake you cannot make with a general audience movie. It doesn't really start until the second act. It's difficult to follow. The movie is very convoluted. There's a lot of weird subplots constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's this dude named Cole who is trying to get in with John's brother's family. Because John, John's one of the rangers, and mm-hmm. it was him, his brother, and a bunch of other rangers to um, go track down and kill Butch Cavendish. Because Butch Cavendish is this outlaw that was supposed to be executed. He escaped. And Butch Cavendish kills his brother and all the rest of them, but leaves John alive. Okay, now we have incentive for the protagonist to track down Butch Cavendish. It makes sense. Kill my brother, now we gotta track him down. If how many more people is he gonna kill if we don't stop him now? That is they should have opened up with something like that. Mm-hmm. Or else it wouldn't have made any sense. They're constantly developing these weird subplots that constantly gets you thrown around. And you were complaining that Pirates of the Caribbean's bad with this, where you're like, Oh my god, what's going on? The Lone Ranger is even worse with that. I think I've watched this movie, like, once when I was younger. Like, it kind of, like, is coming back. Right. But I don't remember it. I think it's also just because how it was, with, like, parts of the Caribbean, that it's so, like, everywhere. It's a big mouthful. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, this plot about the Native Americans, and then there's this plot about railways, and then there's hunting down Butch Cavendish, and it just it doesn't get tied together very well. When you have a general audience movie, you need to make sure someone with an IQ of 45 can get the movie. Or else it's not gonna it's not going to make the money that you want. Um, there's this weird subplot with the Comanche and the silver need to gain control of the railroads. Like Cole is is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Oh, he's Butch Cavendish's brother, that's new. Uh wipe out Native Americans, killing Native Americans bad, blah 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 blah. The material's forced to fit the means of the talent. And what this means is Tonto is played by Johnny Depp, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the same person that played Captain Jack Sparrow. And so the mistake that the studio with the Lone Ranger made is instead of making the talent fit the material, they made the material fit the talent. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, this is a movie character we need, I know who would be perfect, Johnny Depp, they're immediately just like, Johnny Depp, let's make a character who can work I for think him. that's, only, in my opinion, I think that's maybe the only reason like why the movie was somewhat successful, because it was Johnny Depp. Right. And everyone's like, if it, if it was, there's Johnny Depp in it. Like, like then look I'll at watch Johnny the movie. Depp. He's a wacky Native American. Oh, how funny. Oh, this, oh, that. You know? Yeah. It's just, you cannot, it's no way to make a movie. And you see movies mis- make this mistake all the time. Like that new movie they're making about the super pets. Where, super what? Yeah, where um, Dwayne Johnson's Crypto and Kevin Hart is Bat Dog. What? What yeah. are you talking about? You guys <laughs> haven't I heard s- that movie? I swear, you're having like weird They're, they're making game. this animated movie about the superhero dogs, and they use terrible voice actors who are only there because they're Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart, right? Okay. You cannot have 
the material, the talent has to fit the material. The material cannot fit the talent. Mm-hmm. That movie is going to die. You cannot have that a successful movie where it's like that. It's 100% what The Lone Ranger did. The only other thing that I don't like that they did is they kind of, with Pirates of the Caribbean, there was this gritty reality aspect, and then there was a fantasy aspect. Mm-hmm. So on one, on one look at it, you have this tentacle beard man who controls a massive squid who's trying to get you. On this other hand, people are getting stabbed to death, people are getting shot, people are dying of dehydration, you know. With The Lone Ranger, it's like they tried to have that Pirates of the Caribbean-esque fantasy element, mm-hmm. but they just didn't tie it in very well. It's like... Um, it's like they, like, half-assed it. Ta- yeah, Tonto was like, oh, the Wendigo haunts these lands, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then there's these rabbits with sharp teeth, and, like, that's it, you know? I just... I feel like the movie is, like, very boring and, like, long, like, drawn out for, like, absolutely no reason. There's and a l- nothing ties together. There's a lot of balls you can't drop when making a <laughs> when, when making a big movie like that, and mm-hmm. they dropped all of them, right? If that was an indie film, that would have been way better. But when you have hundreds of million dollars that you're pumping into this movie... And then it literally, like, fails. the best writers, the best actors the best special effects, the best everything you possibly can, you have to make it so that it's for general audiences. Westerns are not general audience movies. No. Okay, you gotta be... This is like, I th- in my opinion, I think like Western movies are more like dad movies. Or yeah. Like mm-hmm. Old people, like old guy movies, like grandpa movies. Like, I can't... What girl watches Westerns? Let's be oh, real here. Oh, not me. I mean... I'm more of like Unless a like horror, a country comedy, grandma. romantic kind of you thing. You might catch a country grandma watching Clint Eastwood films, but that's it. Like the grandma that makes like My grandma's a country bread. grandma and she lives, wa- li- watches Clint Eastwood films. I'm going to act like I know who that is. Same. Clint Eastwood? Mm-hmm. He is yeah. the old man who's constantly squinting like this. He's always he's in every single cowboy movie. I've I don't watch really cowboy. Have yeah. you ever seen Gran Torino? No. no. I don't. Have you ever seen Rango? Yeah, well, the lizard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know the Spirit of the West. No. No. The dude with the metal detector. I don't even not watch this movie in forever. <laughs> the Spirit of the West, the dude with the metal detector who rides on the golf cart. Golf cart. I'm gonna act no. like I know. Who oh my gosh! You guys said you watched the movie. I guess you didn't. Um. Yeah. When I was like, eight. No, oh, no, that movie's a great movie. You gotta watch it again. It's like eight years ago. It's another western. You talking about Rango or? Rango. Okay, yeah, I watched the movie, but I have no idea what you're talking You all know the Spirit of the West is I okay. just, no. This is like a you, dad. You, you look up Clint Eastwood, you'll know who he is. But, um, you cannot, it's just, the it's Westerns are too movie. niche. Westerns like my are too dad, niche. this would be a movie my dad would sit in his chair and watch. And then we're forced to watch and he yells us to tell, like, to shut up. <laughs> but that's like, when. Grab me my beer. What? <laughs> so no, like my dad doesn't do that. An example <laughs> of a really good Western movie that was really successful is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I've never watched that. No idea what that is. I'm not surprised. <laughs> and um, it's it's old. It's like 1964. Oh, that maybe that's why. I've never what it. Westerns do is they spend hours developing this really close social connection with the characters, and then one big action scene, and then that's it. That's fair. So like you will see these two characters going on an adventure you'll see these outlaws going getting ready for this big heist whatever and it's boring 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 talk 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 get to know the character so much to the point you wouldn't be like it's like your best friend Mm -hmm. and big big build up and then the action seat ends like that 
right? Like, in The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, the final duel was, like, this huge build-out with this crazy music. Mm-hmm. Guy dies, music stops, that's it. I just feel like everyone, or at least the producers, was like, oh, my God, this is going to be, like, such a great movie, only because Johnny Depp was in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, they probably thought he would make it the best movie, and now it's, like, a movie no one ever talks about or no one ever watches anymore. Yeah, like a really forgotten Disney film. But it's like if you would go on, like, Disney Plus and you'd, like, look for something to watch, and you're like, oh, my God. Like Lone Ranger, forgot what's that? that? I forgot that existed. Johnny Depp also had, like, an era that was his. Mm-hmm. Yes. He and was then in he, everything. like, died off. Yeah. And then he kind of, like... Well, he's pretty old now. But, um, Jungle Cruise, they got it right. That's how you make a big blockbuster major general audience film. That was a good film. movie. I actually, like, sat down and watched that movie, and it, yeah. it was good. It's quick. You swiftly establish stakes, urgency, characters, You know who's characters, who. Who's you know who. who's who. You know what's going on. Streamlined plot. Yeah. You know everything that goes on in that movie and you mostly understand right everything that goes on but Mm -hmm. with like all like it i don't know it's so much easier to understand than the pirates of the caribbean movies like the the if they want unfortunately if they wanted lone ranger to work they could not have made it a western it could have taken place in the wild west Mm -hmm. it could have been about uh sheriff deputy hunting down outlaws but it wouldn't be a western yeah. It would just be a movie. It would just be an action movie that takes place out west. Yeah. I've, they could have made that a lot better and not as boring. And they could have made it go together more. Right. Because nothing went together. No. It was all just like Very everywhere. It's, it's It's a western. And unfortunately, most people just don't like those movies for all the reasons that I stated. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's all the time we have for folks. I said last episode that we talk about Pixar, and you might have noticed that we did not. Next episode, I promise we'll talk about Pixar. Tune in next Monday.